You are now listening to The Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. Hello and welcome to episode one of version 3.0 of The Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Andrew Claudio. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Claudio underscore GSN. Uh, follow Gotham on Twitter, Gotham Sports Network on Instagram at Gotham Sports Network or Gotham SN for Twitter, Gotham Sports Network for Instagram. Still don't understand why they won't let us get Gotham SN. Uh, we have launched this show multiple times over the last three seasons. I think we finally found something that works. It's going to be myself and Jesse Finver, our Jets writer, as well as multiple contributors throughout this season. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's going to be a fun season, hopefully. Uh, the way that this show is going to be, episode one, uh, we had a show called Gotham Front Page, which has since been uh, transitioned down with everybody else having another podcast. We want to rather have them focus on their own shows, and we decided to bring this back so Jesse can focus on this show as well. But in the process, uh, this really started because the the night after the Jets beat the Lions, Jesse and I... We're doing front page, and we ended up talking for 30 minutes about the Jets, and so we decided to turn that into a full episode, since we cut it down and edited most of it for front page. So if you listen to Gotham front page that morning, uh, you got to hear most of this, but here is the unedited version of our conversation recapping the Jets game, uh, and it's going to be Jesse and I every Wednesday throughout the rest of the season, and we hope you enjoy it. We're both big Jet fans. We both love the game of football. Uh, warts and all, it's still America's passion. So uh, here is Jesse and I breaking down week one of the Jets' 48-17 win over the Detroit Lions. That being said, Jesse, the New York Jets. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So, <laughs> so we'll start with this. Uh, the absolute worst start possible ever like ever could have imagined a throw across the field pick six by Donald for his first career pass uh the jokes are out same old jet I participated in it don't get me wrong so I walked into my apartment I was I I did a radio hit for a radio station uh in Mississippi today it was on the show for an hour so that and that was fun great start to my my afternoon did they care about then I get (laughs) home I turn the TV on and I look at my – it's turning on. It's not on the right input. And I just look at my phone and it just starts blowing up. There's notifications out the wazoo. It's just, oh, my God, ha, 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 like, Darnold's awful. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, this is just <laughs> this is just not what I needed to start his career. After all the hype that I've been – and all the praise I've been giving the guy, he starts off like this. Turn it on. It was an awful throw. I mean, I guess it, it was a zone defense and – Powell, I guess he thought Powell would have been open and maybe he thought the the cornerback was coming towards the middle of the field, but you can't throw across your body like that from one side of the field to the other unless it's like, like there's no, there's no unless it's it just an inexcusable play, bad play call, but that does not excuse Darnold for anything at all on that play. On that play, yes. Um, that being said, I think it may, I'm going to spin zone it here. Oh, spin zone. I, I think it may have been the best possible thing that could have happened to him. Because the rest of the game, he was 16 for 20, 198 yards, two touchdowns, a 
8.8 passer rating. He, he, he got the badness out of the way. And from at that point, you could see it on the sideline talking with McCown and Bates. It was all, all, all you could do is go up from that point. And he delivered. He looked like, he looked like Matt Stafford and Matt Stafford well, looked like a rookie. Like same. it was, <laughs> no, what I'm saying, it, it was just like the, the, the good role, Matt like, Stafford, Stafford. Yes. Stafford threw four interceptions tonight. Like, Getting that, ahead of me. You're, you're getting ahead of me, Jesse. You're getting I know, ahead I'm of saying, me. <laughs> saying that, that's what you expect from a rookie, and Darnold just looked poised. I mean, I, I'm containing a bit of my excitement right now, mm-hmm. then, but... Well, let me get into I, it. The Jets, yeah. not only did Darnold look like not a rookie playing his first ever football game, but he, like you said, he looked poised. Uh, his third downs today were incredible uh the jets were six of 14 on third down i think he was six for six or five for five on yeah because he was five for five on third down and ran for the other one that they converted uh dude the jets won 48 to 17 that third quarter is as excited as i've been watching a football game in a very like that involved my team in a yeah. very long time, uh, they take the lead on a Darnold touchdown pass, his second touchdown to Anunwa, who looked incredible last night, by looked the way. great. Looked uh, fantastic. So they go up 24-17 to 17 after the Lions marched down the field on the worst, like on four plays, in the worst zone defense I've seen Ugh. through this and weekend. Lions call out five wide receivers on that touchdown to Tate, and the Jets just sent the house mm-hmm. for some reason, and he was just wide open. It was like a play call in Madden where you do like – where you, you you guess run, and then he just like throws a sl- the guy you're playing throws a slant, takes it to the house. Like it was it was that bad of a defensive play call. Well, then the Jets come back, score a touchdown, and make it 24-17. What then followed the next minute was Darren Lee with a pick six of Matthew Stafford. What then followed was an Andre Roberts 78 yard punt return to make it 38-17. Then the kick a measly field goal, and then the last play from the Jets in the quarter. Isaiah Crowell, a 62-yard run, his second touchdown of the game. (laughs) And the Jets win 48-17 on Monday Night Football. The fireman Ed was there. Shout out to him. Uh, No, no, no. Can't be giving that guy a shout out. Why? Because that guy abandoned the Jets. I've abandoned them multiple times. That guy didn't abandon the Jets as a Jets fan. He said, I'm not going to games anymore to be fireman Ed. He is... The self-proclaimed biggest Jet fan out there. He leads all the chants. You don't see all of the other self-proclaimed fans just stop going to games and still claim that they're the big Jets fan or the big whatever fan. The guy's a fraud. That's my oh, big wow. I, I, <laughs> I despise Fireman Ed. He is a fraud. You know, he's been back for I, years, right? Yeah, I know. He's been back for like three years, and I've continued to say this. Uh, he is a fraud, and I will never have respect as a Jets fan for that guy. Right. Ever. Well, uh, from what I know, he was going, like, he was a season ticket holder, and he still went to all the games. He just wasn't going to go as fireman anymore. And the night that broke him was the butt fumble night, which, by the way, was 35 points in one quarter by the Patriots on Thanksgiving. Jesse, that would break me, too. He still went to all the games. He then came back two years later after Rex was fired. I'm... I. I kind of get it. Like, I, I'm sorry. Sometimes you go through shit and it breaks you, your spirit so much. It's not like he said, I'm going to be a Giant fan. He said, you know what? I'm just going to 
uh, I need to reevaluate my life right now because the, can't, I, I can't be following sure. this football team. You know what? You know what? Fine. But don't come back as Fireman Ed. Just be <laughs> the fan. Just be the guy. Still go to the games. Do whatever. But you can't just be like, all right, you know what? Just kidding. I want to be. This, I still want to be the biggest Jets fan. Like, get out of here, dude. Come on. Okay. Jesse feels some type of way about Fireman Ed. Uh, I there's so many the the defense. I mean, I don't know whether to to give them credit for turning getting five turnovers, um, or Matthew Stafford just looked that bad. Like the Lions look lost. Don't get me wrong, the I, Lions look I terrible. Think, I think it was a combo of both. So, you what know? impressed you the most about the defense tonight? I I think that the I mean it has to be the secondary. Um, I, here's my thing. I, the defense did a solid job, but I feel like a lot of these were throws right at these defensive backs and, and like, I mean, Darren Lee made a nice play. I think Perry Nickerson should have had a, uh, a sick, like the, the Jets sixth interception. Should have been he six. Slowed, yeah. Slow it down. He definitely got his feet in. Actually, I wouldn't say definitely, but he, I, it, it really looked like he got his feet in. Um, I, I have a huge problem with, with Buster screen. Um, I think that he is going to get torched by the good slot receivers in this league. Like he did with golden Tate tonight. Um, other than that, I thought Mo Claiborne, he looked great and he looks healthy and Tremaine Johnson looked solid. Um, I, he did a good job against Marvin Jones uh, and so did Mo Claiborne when Tremaine went out. I think just having Johnson there, it, it's more of a mental block towards opposing quarterbacks than like how actually skilled he is at the position. You know, um, I just think having him there scares quarterbacks away from throwing it. He has a reputation as being a ball hawk. Um, he had seven interceptions in one season. You know, I think the the it was noticeable when he came out that the the, the secondary didn't look as good. Um, but I mean, yeah, I I, I you got to give it to the secondary. Five interceptions. I think. I mean, they only had three of them because Darren Lee had two. And Darren Lee, I mean, <laughs> Darren is he, Lee is he part of the secondary? Or is he a linebacker? He's a linebacker. Oh, okay. He's a, so he's he middle line, him and Avery Williamson are our middle linebacker. Another guy who played well, Avery Williamson. Um, but Darren Lee, I, I am so happy for him that he got these interceptions tonight. If there was one player that needed to show up early this season and to solidify himself on the team, it was Darren Lee. Um, he was a, a, a guy who, first-round pick out of Ohio State, more of a speed linebacker, sideline to sideline guy. And because – of tonight, I think he's bought himself like two more years on the team. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, he he wasn't too impressive his rookie year, and he was a little bit better last year, but he really came on strong at the end of the season, and he's continued that play tonight. Um, I think he was the player of the game for the Jets, to be honest. So I got to ask it because it was it was definitely on my mind and in a couple of my group chats, but did the way the defense played, especially the, I guess the middle linebackers in the secondary – did that make you wonder what this team could look like with Khalil Mack at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the Jets made a, allegedly the se the second best offer. Um, I think that they, I think that they weren't. I, I, so I went and found I, out. I don't know. From, I mean, like, I just. I went and did I, my research. I, Hold on. Because I went and did my research last night. Because I was, I'm getting tired of Jets fans telling me that they should have traded for Kula Mack when it was clear the Raiders didn't want him in the conference. Yeah. So 
it probably would have taken more than what the yeah. Bears offered. Like you probably would have had to offer two ones, that third round pick, the six, maybe even a third one if we're getting absurd with this, uh, yeah. to keep him in the conference. So this young team building around a rookie quarterback, I mean, look, see what you want about the Bears defense. They looked great in that first half. Still gave up a, a record comeback I mean, it, for me. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing what they do to, like, Dak Prescott this season. Regular uh, regular teams. Right, you know? like, like not Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah. <laughs> like, this more just showed me if the Jets go this offseason and use some of that cap space on a Demarcus Lawrence who's a, a free agent or another mm-hmm. pass rusher who's a free agent, uh, they can. And then yep. you still have two draft picks to solidify this offensive line because as good as Donald looked tonight – well, I gotta be honest. The O line—he only got sacked twice. He only got hit a few times. I, I was impressed with the O line, and 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 you know, I was against the Mac trade because I wanted to save those picks for the building the offensive line around Sam Darnold. He's mm-hmm. the most important player on the team. But the offensive line looked solid, uh, albeit Ziggy Ansah wasn't on the field for the vast majority of the game, um, so we didn't really face a pass rush really. Um, but I, I mean. I think that I think you're right. I think it would have taken a lot more than the, what the Bears gave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that, yes, I would have loved for the Jets to get Khalil Mack. Like that—that that is exactly what they need. But now it's making me think. All right, you didn't trade up for. You, I mean, you didn't trade for Khalil Mack. Maybe you trade up in the draft if you have a better than expected season and go get a Nick Bosa or an Ed Oliver. You know, guys who can rush the passer. Uh, and then you use uh, mid-round picks and draft offensive linemen that you think could be high upside guys. But it's just the first game. We have to relax. We're going to face a much better pass rush next week. <laughs> we have to face Cameron Wake, who just absolutely owns the Jets. Um, so we'll see. But it was very encouraging from literally every single facet of the team except for the pass rush. And mm-hmm. I'll even give Henry Anderson a little bit of, uh, of a shout-out. I mean, number 96, the new 96, um, <laughs> the, the non-lazy and bum 96, Henry Anderson. He was on the Colts before this season. Uh, he made he was on that play with Leonard Williams when they almost murdered Matt Stafford. Um, and if you watch the game, you know the play I'm talking about where Stafford looked like he had internal bleeding after the hit. Um, it's encouraging that they're finally getting a little something. <laughs> From the from him uh, from the past uh, from, from the number ninety six. Let's go. With had that. internal bleeding. I'm surprised. Like I tweeted that thing about it's a good thing the Jets didn't trade for Glue Mac because Stafford would be dead right now. Yeah. He was getting <laughs> destroyed last night. He had a ha- now he also made like bad throws. Like that looked yeah. like Mark Sanchez at his worst last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I'm pumped. Jets could not have asked for a better start from this football team. And like you said, now they play the Dolphins, who are also one to know the game's at home, right? So it's in New York. So well, they get, New Jersey. They get they get three games in 11 days coming up, and that's going to be a big test for this team. Right, because they play Monday, um, Sunday, Thursday. Yep. Um, so they play the, the Dolphins at home, and that's going to be uh, a, actually a very interesting game. Two one no teams, and... Winner gets to be two and zero. That's how that works. Analysis, Jesse. Good job. Analysis. And then you get the Browns <laughs> on the road on Thursday night, um, and we'll see if the Browns are for real um, in the upcoming weeks uh, mm-hmm. leading up to this game. But they looked very impressive against the Steelers, uh, and then you get Jacksonville on the road at the week after that. So that's going to be the first big test uh, for Sam Darnold and the Jets going up against that elite defense that they actually beat last year. 
Um, People forget. Although, yeah, although it was at home, they still beat that team. So, yeah. And we'll McCown see. threw it, a pick six are, in that, right? Or it was yeah, like a fumble I, that was a turn for a touchdown? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, for the first time in a very long time, um, actually, I'll, I'll go with it. The first time ever, I actually feel optimistic about the quarterback position. Ah, okay. Uh, it's not my first time ever. I bought into Sanchez. I Especially nope. after that uh, that Patriot game where he threw three touchdowns in the playoffs, that second half against the Steelers, if he gets the ball back, he takes his team to the Super Bowl. I was all in on Mark Sanchez. Then the next I, season happened, was, he led the league in turnovers, and then they traded for Tim Tebow, and his career was over. I was out on him the uh, the moment following the Baltimore Ravens uh, week one matchup. That was the he, year they went eleven and five, dude. What are you talking about? I was I was out on him. I was how because like, the de- it was, that was the defense. That wasn't Mark Sanchez. That oh, was dude. Thomas Jones and and Sean Green in the defense. Thomas Jones. That was his rookie year. His second season. That was LT and Sean Green. And LT only rushed for nine hundred oh, okay. yards that season. All right. Okay, but even so, I, I mean that was with the running game with Sean Green and Danian Tomlinson. Did he and have weapons? Was, yes, but I was like people forget if and, Sanchez and was, was headed toward a Joe Flack. What Joe Flacco is now. Like he was headed toward that career, and then his yeah, coach decided the, to put Tim Tebow around him. It's the Jets, and I don't even know. It's the I think Jets that no matter narrative. what, he would. Did Joe Flacco ever lead the league in, in turnovers? He, uh, yes, I think. Did he? I'm not sure. I know that they started to trust him more. Um, Let's Because I don't know, Joe Flacco also. I don't know. He was asked He's to a do Super less, Bowl champion. which is what I thought Sanchez was headed toward. Like we, we forget that this guy was in back-to-back AFC Championship games and played well in both of those games. I never, I, I after that Ravens game, week one. That Ravens like, game he was, was just, he was, was just penalties. Like, so Jesse, bad. Next week they beat the Patriots twenty-eight fourteen, and he threw three touchdown passes. That's so Flacco, my memory right there. Flacco has had one season where he never led the league in interceptions, um, but he did have one really bad turnover season in 2013 where he had 22 interceptions. All right. Um, Sanchez's career high was 18. Yeah, well. Numbers. When did the Ravens win the Super Bowl? Uh, The Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2012, the year after the Giants did. 2000, so it would be 2013, 2013. The 2013 Super Bowl, 2012 season. Yeah, so Flacco won the Super Bowl the year before the 22 interception season. So, so he got paid, he bought, and then... He bought himself some leeway with that. Look, am I comparing the careers to Joe Flacco and Mark Sanchez? No. Do I think if Mark Sanchez had the same career path with John Harbaugh, where they brought him along slowly, didn't ask him to do more, and then when it was time, developed him into a franchise quarterback, could he have done that? Absolutely. I think the talent was there. He just Rex Ryan wanted nothing to do with the offense, so he only focused on defense and then said, hey, Mark Sanchez, now lead us. Like, uh, okay, but you took away all my weapons, and now Tim Tebow's my like best offensive player. So that's the direction right. I keep going with Sanchez. I still uh, that's the last time I was this agree optimistic. To, agree to disagree, but but the point is we're in a better spot now than we were. Much better. Much better. Much higher than Geno Smith. Way higher than the, the random Ryan Fitzpatrick here. I, I can't even believe you just uttered Geno Smith's name in the same sentence Listen, as Sam Darnold. he went 8-8 eight eight his rookie year. People forget. And awful. And his bad sits. All yes. the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been bad sits.
Thank you for checking out this episode of Gotham Front Page. If you dig the show, head on over to iTunes. Give it a five-star rating and a review. Follow me on Twitter at Claudio underscore GSN. Follow Gotham on Twitter at GothamSN. On Instagram at Gotham Sports Network. And all daily blogs, articles, and podcasts. All of our other shows and more at GothamSN.com. Take care, everybody. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets.